0: What's going on, you guys? Welcome to the first ever SimWits podcast. I am your co-host, Paul Hill, joined by Ryan Fisher. What's up, guys? Today, this being the first episode, um, we're going to be talking kind of about what our goals are with this podcast, who we are, where we're from, all the basic info you need to know, so... You know, we're not just two random dudes off the street trying to tell you how to build a sim. Uh, yeah, so be kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of aggressive. It would be a bit aggressive. So, with that in mind, uh, I'm going to kind of lead this off here with talking about why we even started this endeavor. Me and Ryan have been sim racing for five years, on and off, and yeah. have gone through many different stages and uses of our sims and we kind of wanted to consolidate that information into clear concise videos for the new guy coming into this because overall we want everyone who comes into sim racing to have a wonderful experience with it and an easy experience because it was not easy 5 years ago it was overwhelming confusing you're getting information out your ears that were contradictory to each other so me and Ryan wanted to put this together Make it easier for the new guy to come in and join the culture, find a community, and have a good time and and race with some friends and make some new friends. So with that in mind, the next probably 10 10 episodes will be just setting up a sim, how to get started, how to enjoy yourself and not get overwhelmed. Uh, But for this episode, we're just going to lead right into talking about us a little bit and helping you get to know us before you start taking our advice. So with that, I'm going to ask Ryan to take take the mic and kind of give his background a little bit here.
1: All right, so what's up, guys? My name is Ryan Fisher. I'm 25. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. I've been on iRacing, like Paul said, for five years off and on, and I've uh, got a lot to say. So favorite sim so far is iRacing. Favorite IRL motorsports I enjoy watching is Imsa. The twenty-four hour of Daytona finished in twenty twenty three was insane, awesome. And Rally. Dudes are crazy. Love watching Rally. But coming back to iRacing, I'm a twenty eight hundred uh licensed A class driver on road and a C class driver thirty two hundred on Oval. So I kind of have an idea of what I'm doing. Oval, I need to get back up, but I do a lot of time on there. So, that's me.
0: And so, I'll kind of say just a little bit, hi, I'm Paul Hill. Uh, Jacksonville, Florida is where I'm from. I'm 26 years old. My favorite real racing as well would have to, number one, be IMSA, followed by Rally and NASCAR, kind of neck and neck. Same reasons. You know, I actually go back to the 2022 finish though with the 911s. That was wild. They were literally banging doors all the way. Yeah, all the way to the end. That was amazing. Yeah, they actually wrecked in the bus stop, remember? And that's how the guy won. Oh my God. On the lat. Imagine racing 24 hours to get wrecked out on the last lap. Anyway, tangent. Uh, Favorite sim iRacing, of course. Um, To touch on my iRating as well, 2800 in road. Uh, a class, of course. And then I am a B class in oval, but I'm only like 3,100. So I'm a little bit underneath Ryan when it comes to oval.
1: Well, I grew up around oval. So that makes sense why I am just a little bit faster. With that in mind, I guess we could go ahead and start talking about our driving history. Yeah. Um, okay. So, like I just said, I grew up racing oval. I did dirt oval carts. Started in 2006, 2009, won a championship, 2012, won another championship. Retired from that in 2013. And then 2014, got into Spec Miatas. 2016, won the NASA Mid Atlantic uh, Spec Miata Points Championship. And then 2017, I ended up retiring because I couldn't afford it. And it was just my time to be done.
0: I don't have quite the credentials. I have done no real motorsports in any sort of capacity when it comes to wheel to wheel. Uh, but I have grown up around racetracks. Uh, Twenty four Hours of Daytona gone every year. My dad worked for a Hall of Fame driver. That's uh, so HBO. cool. Yeah, so he did the Twenty four Hours of of Daytona. The gentleman he worked for. I've actually got to sit in that car, uh, do like little cheesy crew chiefing events for it. And uh, so I've been around racing. Is kind of what I'm getting at here. But I've never done it myself. Did a couple skip barber events at Road Atlanta. That's about it for me. Real, really, when it comes to real racing. And uh, of course. I've raced a Miata, like on my own dime, on and off, since I was in high school. So there's that too, but no sort of wheel-to-wheel action for me.
1: But so our our road background both comes from Miatas, but our driving styles are completely different, even though we came from the same starting cars.
0: It's very interesting. I think it's because of how we had our cars set up. Ryan had a quintessential spec Miata. I mean, it was championship winning. So
1: it wasn't me. It was a spec Miata. And yeah, I so had it lowered on the bump stops, and I would just react to the car sometimes, and that was just how I grew up driving a go kart.
0: And so I come from soft suspension, building in mechanical grip and aero because every track in Florida is flat. So yeah, exactly, it's, it, it's very funny to see how we attack things. Very differently. But yeah. uh, we actually met, too, as a side note, since it's about us. We actually met because of Miatas on Instagram. So yeah. that is how I met Ryan Fisher ooh, probably eight years ago now. I was It's been a while. 17. <laughs> yeah. So that's how me and Ryan actually first started interacting with each other, was uh, Mazda Miatas.
1: And so to, to kind of ping off of us having different driving styles, we also have different styles of doing research for equipment and our thought process with all that stuff so like paul what was your you had a belt drive as your first wheel technically it was
0: a gear but i had it for like three months and i sold it because i hated it so i did a bunch of research and ended up really my first legit sim was a fanatec v2.5 belt belt drive what pedals did you have uh i actually started just because i bought the bundle i did start with the the like cheesy whether they csl elites oh yeah 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 a, so I didn't have like V threes right out the gate or anything.
1: How about you? What was your OG? I I'd do you one even worse. I had a G twenty seven and just regular G twenty seven pedals on a desk. What was it? Yeah, that's you rough. at least had a little uh, a rig thing.
0: Yeah, I had a NASCAR placey. That was my first, uh, like a ha- basically <laughs> a hammock. <laughs> it was comfortable though, man. I'd recommend that thing again.
1: And so now, as you can see, if you're watching the the YouTube video we have very big elaborate rigs. Paul has some different stuff than I do. Paul, give a brief overview of what you got.
0: So, SimMagic Alpha Ultimate base, GT4 wheel, SimMagic Q1 uh shifter, and then I have of course the SimMagic P2000 uh pedals, and then I do have a button box and stream deck. Yep. So Lots of stuff
1: all around me. We've put all this money into into simulator, specifically iRacing, why do you love iRacing this much to go and put all this money into it? What keeps you in like playing iRacing?
0: It boils down to the competition for me. Um And also y- you get what you put into it. I so oh,
1: 100% agree with that.
0: The reason why I've spent so much money and I've dived so deep down the money pit um and don't feel like you guys have to go this far. You probably will if you end up getting hooked. But Um, how much effort and time you put into sim racing, much like real motorsports, you get a direct payback from that. Yes. Oftentimes the winner of your race will be the guy that put in the most work. I mean, there's a little bit of luck involved, but for the most part, your effort is 95% of it, in my opinion. So I love that aspect of getting a direct return on my time and effort. Yeah, you know, I know I don't get any sort of monetary gain, but the you know, it's a hobby. It's an accomplishment to me to finish a 24-hour race, get a podium, get a win. So that's why I love sim racing and I think iRacing specifically does that the best. Yeah. So that's what keeps me at I, keeps me in iRacing over other games currently. What about yourself? What keeps you in iRacing?
1: I would say the low cost of entry makes the skill ceiling basically infinite you can spend 200 bucks go out and get a cheap little setup and go race with Ian nascar drivers or just be in lobbies with pro drivers and you you don't even know it so like you can mix with real life pros and learn things on the simulator that you can then go and do in real life and so it's a direct correlation to real life and you get to interact with pro drivers that's that's why I love it
0: I will say this we'll get a lot of hate for saying it's cheap because everyone calls iRacing the most expensive simulator but if you've ever done real motorsports it's cheap yeah it, it is cheap it might be more expensive than going bowling with your friends every weekend but it's definitely not more expensive than any other sort of racing platform you could possibly do so what would take you away from iRacing? What game do you see, or what would a game need to pull you away?
1: I feel like iRacing needs a complete update from the ground up, and I know they will never do that, and if they do, it's going to be a monumental task. So, I'm not expecting it. A game like iRacing, but on a new physics engine and a new graphics engine, would pull me away from iRacing. So, Sport. Yeah, basically. Well what we're thinking Sport's gonna be that's what we're hoping like we're hoping Rinsport is our next iRacing 2.0 essentially
0: there was a gentleman that left the uh, Porsche Cup not to get too tangenty but he, he summarizes my feelings on this as well very well iRacing has developed itself into a niche and they don't want to break themselves out of that to help grow the sim community uh, where we want it to go right you know yeah. It, we don't want sim to be this all inclusive thing as mean or harsh as that sounds. We do want it to stay towards people that want competition in motorsport, but iRacing racing doesn't want to update because if it ain't broke, don't fix it is the way they look at it. They're still making a bunch of money. They have no incentive to, and I think Rinsport is really going to push the boundaries on that. And so that's why I would leave is to give that support to a new platform that could be equal to and definitely visually better than iRacing.
1: Yeah, iRacing's pretty bad, but the best we have feeling-wise. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: I'd say R-Factor, too, but you don't even want to open that. So I think that wraps it up, guys, for us today. This first episode's a little bit boring as we're just talking about ourselves, giving you our mission statement, what we're planning here in the future on this SimWitz podcast. I just want to thank you for listening this long and giving us your time, letting us hopefully bestow a little bit of our knowledge to you, help you make a good decision here in the coming episodes on what you need, what you want to do, and where to go, help educate you. So with that in mind, race hard, race smart, and have a good night.
1: Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for your time, and we'll see you all in the next episode. Later.